know there is so much power inside of you, you have the power to make an impact on the planet and the people around you just by believing in yourself. You get to decide how today, this year, this life is going to go. Are you feeding your old bad habits or are you feeding your power? What's up, big dreamers? Your lady vitamin Katie is here and you are listening to my Feed Your Power podcast. I am a vegan registered dietitian and fitness instructor and my mission is to empower you to feel confident and excited about your health and your life. I know we're about to have so much fun together, so thank you for pressing play and let's begin. Hello, hello, superhero sorcerers. Your lady, Vitamin Katie, is here. Oh, yes, take a deep breath right now. It feels so good. Inhale. And exhale. I am so excited to go over today how to get curious and lean in rather than cope. So coping, when we think of coping mechanisms, a lot of my patients and clients choose food, choose alcohol, choose drugs, choose cigarettes to help themselves numb, feel comfortable, feel stable, feel in control. These mechanisms for coping do not help us in the long run. They only help us in the short term, of course. Eating a brownie is going to spike that blood sugar and set off a dopamine response feeling good, but that only lasts a few minutes. <laughs> Later on, we're actually going to feel a crash from that. We're actually going to feel worse from that. We are actually going to feel worse about ourselves from that and even more deep in the depths of pain of dis-ease, of disease, health issues. Of course, crash from blood sugar leads to depression, irritability, anxiety, cravings for more sugar, continuing this roller coaster of coping and dealing with this uncomfortable feeling, coping uncomfortable feeling. Instead of having that roller coaster, let's get off of the roller coaster and get truly curious about what is going on. So this is really, really exciting when we are really wanting to reach into that salty, crunchy snack or reach for that brownie or whatever it is that we are choosing to cope. Next time you go to reach for that cigarette, go to reach for that alcohol, I invite you to have a journal on you at all times, a small steno notepad, something, and just write down what it is that you're feeling in that moment. Set a timer for three minutes, five minutes, write down what is going on, everything that you're feeling. Odds are that alone is going to allow you to process so much. You're going to be like, huh, wow, you know what? This is what's going on. I actually don't need to reach for this brownie right now. Write down what it is that's going on. What is it that you really need, right? Let's get curious. What's going on? What is it that I really need? What do you need to hear in that moment? Often my patients and clients say, wow, you know, I realized that I was feeling so much pressure and so much stress and writing it out just allowed my heart to feel like almost like a flushing the toilet feeling <laughs> like it's just washed away. 
and just acknowledging what's going on in itself can help a lot. And also when we follow up with the question, what do I need to hear right now? Often my patients and clients say, you are strong enough to handle this without numbing with something. You can grab a glass of water instead. You can get up, walk around, go outside, take a deep breath. Often what my patients and clients need is not a brownie. It's actually self-care, right? These health-promoting behaviors that can actually help us feel better for the short-term and the long-term rather than just for the short-term. And when it comes to getting curious, another tool that I love teaching my patients and my clients is the work of Byron Katie. So the work of Byron Katie, I really pack it into just the four questions. Now, Byron Katie is incredible. I invite you to look her up and learn more from her from videos and podcasts. But for right now, I'm just going to make it concise into the four magic questions. Often when we're feeling like we need to cope, it is stemming from a belief. And these beliefs could be changed based on our perspective. So for example, I had a client who was saying, oh, I just, I, I just need to eat at the end of the day. I just feel so stressed. I just feel like I'm never going to be good enough. And these thoughts coming up are thoughts that are reflecting off of a belief that she has, right, about her life and about herself. So this, this belief that she's just not good enough and that just feels like so much pressure that she just wants to feel comfort in some way. So she's going to be reaching for the carby things really late at night, okay? So going into this with her, I say, is it is it really the truth? So let's think about this. You, you not being good enough. Sure, there may be lots of evidence in the past that can show that you're not good enough. Is this the truth though? Would, would, could you tell me that this is 100% the truth? Those, so the first question is, is this belief the truth? And at first she's like, yes, this is the truth. I'm like, okay, question number two. Can you, for a hundred percent certainty at all times, tell me that it is a hundred percent the truth that you are not good enough? And she's like, okay, well, no, sometimes I am good enough. <laughs> and I laugh because it's, it's really, really interesting, right? What we have built up in our minds as the truth and our reticular activating system in our mind wants to be right. There's only so much information that we can take in at once. And what we believe, we're going to see. We're going to see more of that. We're going to look for and read and see more evidence in the world that align with our reticular activating system, that align with our beliefs. So if we go into the world thinking, I'm not good enough, it's going to be a lot easier to find evidence as to why we're not good enough. That evidence is just going to show up more. It's like when you look at... Um, you know, when you look at a Facebook page or a web page and there's like so many ads all over the place, you can only take in so much information at once. There's so much going on all around us and our minds are so brilliant that we're just going to be filtering out all of the evidence as to why we're not good enough if we're leading from that belief system. So this is really exciting. When I asked her the second question of Byron Katie, are you 100% certain 
that this is the truth, that you're not good enough, she was able to say, no, there are some times where I do feel like I'm a contribution, where I do feel like I am good enough. And I was like, okay, now we're getting somewhere. Now you can see that this is simply a perspective that you're choosing to believe in this moment. It is so powerful when we put things after the words, I am, when we say, I am not good enough, that sentences us to being a certain way. Sure, sometimes in life, we can feel like we're not good enough. That does not mean that you are not good enough. And with this, the third question, I say, okay, when you believe this belief, I am not good enough, when you believe that to be the 100% truth, if you were to continue to believe that that's 100% the truth, if you closed your eyes, took a deep breath, really believed it, felt it, I am not good enough, how does that feel in your body? What does that feel like? You are not good enough. You believing that, how does that feel in your body? She says, my heart feels tense. My throat feels like it's closed up. Maybe, you know, some people feel a, a tightness in their stomach. Some people feel like they can't breathe. When they're really feeling into this belief, I am not good enough. I am not good enough. And this is a repeating thought, a subconscious belief that's controlling the programming and what she's able to do and how she's able to be throughout her day, throughout her life, that's subconsciously constantly going on, creating this physical response of chest tightness and the throat closing up. Maybe it's stomach pain, maybe it's yeah, other things. And so we talk about this and I say, wow, okay. And not only just how does it feel in your body, but what else comes up? She says, you know, I feel like I, I'm going to cry. It doesn't feel good. I feel uncomfortable. I feel like I want to go eat a brownie. I feel like I need to do something to help me cope. And this is so cool because now we've shined a light in a dark room. We've finally become aware of a belief system that has been running her, her life. This subconscious belief of I'm not good enough has been driving her to eat brownies, has been driving her to, to not step into the happiest, healthiest, best version of herself. And she just said, I say to her, okay, so you're, we're both clear now that A, this is not 100% the truth, and B, that if you do decide that it is the truth, then you feel tightness in your chest, tightness in your throat. You feel like you're going to cry. You feel really sad and you want to go eat a brownie. Is that right? And she says, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's right. And I say, okay, knowing this, now that we've shined some light into the dark and the dark depths of your subconscious, recognizing that this is not the truth, that you are choosing this and that this makes you feel this way, this belief what is another possible perspective? That's question number four. What is another possible perspective out there that feels better? And sometimes my clients can't think of another possible perspective. They're like, there is none, I, I don't know. And it's really hard for them to imagine another perspective. And that's what they have me for. <laughs> and I say, another possible perspective is that you are good enough you are good enough. That's one possible perspective. Another possible perspective is that you are amazing. 
another possible perspective is, as I mentioned before, instead of sentencing it to, I am not good enough, another possible perspective is, I am good enough and I feel inadequate at the moment. I feel inadequate right now, but I am good enough. <laughs> so it's really cool that we get to witness our programming, our subconscious programming, these beliefs that we've been programmed based on evidence that we've been focusing on over the years, over our past, thinking about your childhood, thinking about all the times you failed an exam, you um, you know, got ghosted, you totally like broke something, dropped something, got lost, and you all of a sudden feel like you're not good enough. Do not drag that past into the future and create your being way of being now. Don't let that create who you are now. So let's go back to these, these questions, right? So the work of Byron Katie, it's really just those four questions, but I, I add on a fifth question. Okay, so let's try on this new perspective. I am good enough. You are good enough. You are so good enough. You are amazing. You are amazing. There's evidence out there that you are amazing. I know right now you feel like you're not good enough, that you've been eating all these bounties. You feel like you can't do anything and you feel like you're not good enough. And there's lots of evidence that you show up for your friends. You show up for people. You show up for yourself in lots of different ways. It may be difficult to focus on right now. It may be difficult to see right now, but that evidence is out there, right? And she's like, wow, yeah, you're right. There are in certain areas where I am showing up. I am amazing. I can, I can be amazing, right? I can feel amazing. Like there's certain things that she could be focusing on to witness her amazingness. And I say, okay, question number five, how does that new perspective make you feel? So close your eyes, take a deep breath, feel into this new possible perspective because neither is the truth. There is no 100% the truth anywhere in this world. This is all simply your choice. You can choose to be not good enough if you want. Sure, you can believe that to be true. And you just told me that that does not feel good. You just told me that that makes your heart close up and make you want to eat a brownie. So maybe we could choose another perspective, right? It's neither are the truth necessarily. However, if you were to close your eyes, take a deep breath, really feel into the belief that you are amazing. You are so good enough. There's so much evidence to witness your amazingness, your ability to show up, your abundance of, of care and energy. Feeling into that new perspective that you are good enough. Breathe into that. You are good enough. How does that feel? How does that feel? How does that feel in your body? What thoughts, what feelings come up? And she said, wow, I feel relieved. I feel open-hearted. I feel relaxed. I feel at peace, at peace with myself. I, and I'm like, do you, do you wanna go get a brownie now? And she's like, honestly, no, <laughs> I don't feel like I need to cope. I don't feel like I need to get a brownie. This is the power of getting curious rather than coping, okay? And this, of course, is easier said than done and takes practice. However, we have that superpower within us of witnessing our feelings. So get curious. 
love having something to write on post-it notes, a steno notepad next to your desk, because sure, if you're in the middle of things, it can be difficult to, you know, step away. I get it. <laughs> However, this applies to lots of different things, right? If the guy is not texting you back and all of a sudden you feel this tightness in your chest, oh my gosh, usually it kind of stems from this belief of I'm not good enough, but oh my gosh, he doesn't like me. Oh my gosh, I suck. Oh my gosh, like, why am I so stupid, right? All of these thoughts can come up and we're witnessing, oh, wow, is that the truth? Is that the truth that I'm so stupid? Is that the truth that he doesn't like me? We are meaning-making machines. We're constantly creating meaning around whatever is going on. And no, that's not 100% the truth that I suck. That's not 100% certainty the truth that he doesn't like me. And believing that thought makes me feel really crappy. <laughs> makes me feel like I want to go get some ice cream and cry myself to sleep. Let's try on a new possible perspective. There's lots of possible perspectives here, right? Maybe he's really busy. Maybe he really likes me and he's nervous. Ooh, how does that belief feel? I like how that belief feels, right? Maybe I'm just so amazing that he is uh, lost for words and he doesn't know what to say. <laughs> Those beliefs make me giggle, make my heart feel open, make me feel relaxed, make me feel confident. And I just like have a completely different way of being. I have a completely different worldview and possibility of my day simply based on my perspective from whether or not I received a text. And this can happen all day long in so many different situations. So I really hope that this message helps you use these questions. You know, first it takes that awareness, recognizing that you are not feeling open-hearted and excited. If you're feeling your chest tighten up, if you're feeling sad, if you're feeling like so angry, so mad, maybe you're believing into a thought or a belief that's subconscious that simply, simply is not true. <laughs> it might not be true. There's probably another perspective. So get curious, what is it that you're feeling, right? Just like I said at the very beginning, what is it that's going on? What is it that you're feeling? What is so stressful right now? What is it that you need to hear? okay, I can handle this. I got this. Like that question can help a lot, but really the questions are, is this the truth? Can you a hundred percent for a hundred percent certainty know for a dang fact that it's the truth. When you believe that thought to be true, how do you feel? What is another possible perspective out there that feels better? And when you believe that new perspective to be true, how does that feel? How does that feel? Let's pick out our perspectives. Let's pick out the thoughts that we're focusing on, like the clothes that we pick out in the morning. Let's not just be on autopilot, just miserable, coping with brownies and alcohol all our lives. No, we can be empowered. We can be excited. We can oh, exhale and feel freaking amazing. I hope this video and audio helped. Take a deep breath in. Mm, so excited to be in touch. Give this a thumbs up if you liked it. Hit me up on Instagram at Vitamin Katie. And don't forget how amazing you are. Much love. Thank you for dedicating time to improve your health and your life by listening to this podcast.
If you are interested in holistic health and nutritional counseling or in my vegan fitness program, click the link in my bio to apply. Don't forget to screenshot this and tag me at vitamin.katie on your Instagram story, subscribe to this podcast, and leave a review to get this message out there to help more people. Thanks again so much for listening and have a beautiful, wonderful, incredible life. Much love to you. Bye.